morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. <laughs> serious? Martin Kilcoyne. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590thefan.com. Twelve oh six. Welcome into the midday grind on five ninety the fan five ninety the fan dot com. Charlie Marlowe, Jim Heuer, Brian Hoffman. Totally new show. Besides the last couple hours, because now Matt Rocchio sliding in on the board for the Peoria Plowboy, what Darren What we should Atkins. do is we should play the Paul Pierce audio with Rock in here, because I know he was all over that on Twitter. Also, you just should have introduced me in the Spags voice. One of the two things. You know what? I'll get to that. That was the greatest thing that's ever happened in my life. Yes, and thank you thank you for reminding me about the Paul <laughs> the, Pierce audio. I almost crashed my car, because that broke when I was in the car on my phone, and... I, yeah, I don't think I've rarely been that happy about sports news before. That's a good tease. The Paul Pierce story and audio coming up uh, later in the show. But right now we have uh, the host of this show joining us live from Baston, Martin Kilcoin. I don't want to suggest where you're at because I'm always wrong. It's not a boat. It might be the rink. It might be a hotel. Martin, where are you at? We thought this would be funny since the boat got a little bit of play. <laughs> if we just mixed it up every time with something random, like, okay, this week I'm staying in a motor home. I'm in a trailer park. <laughs> a Wiley trailer. It's there you actually, go. Yeah, we should have been right. We should load up the whole game. Let's do this. Let's do a road trip. If it happens, yeah. Wiley, load them up. Hoff, Rocky, everybody. Get on board. Uh, we're actually staying at a, a condo slash apartment building kind of thing. It's very nice. And kind of near the airport that they found on VRBO or however the hell that stuff works. But it's actually pretty nice. I'm looking out. I am. We were at the morning skate. It's only about a 10-minute ride, so we're back at our place to do a little editing. And I'm looking out at the Boston Harbor as we speak. Beautiful 80-degree uh, day here. I'm looking at the skyline of Boston. It appears that not only Converse is based here, but maybe another shoe company. Now I'm blocking my own view New here. Balance. New Balance. Uh, there's a couple of different shoe companies here. Brooks? This is important that's a, stuff that's to get to. athletic shoe company. Isn't it a running shoe company, Brooks? Brooks? Yeah, they have shoes. At Rocky, if we're saying there's like the greatest thing in his life, Paul Pierce, but I'd have to admit my own guilt. Earlier today, the Southwest flight, you know the deal. you got to check in 24 hours in advance. Mm-hmm. I'm standing over my phone waiting, waiting. You know, that last second, as soon as the clock ticks, you're 24 hours out, you hit it. I got A56, wow. and I just about blew out my arm jumping around, and I thought, these are moments Bob Cast just can't appreciate. He didn't have to do this kind of stuff, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, Southwest, as we've discussed, they really do allow a lot of people in that pre-boarding. It's basically anyone that has – if you just ask for pre-boarding, you get it. And that's why in the past, if I've traveled with a Fox 2 camera, I always bring the camera on the plane – because you say, hey, i got to take care of this camera, and I want to make sure nothing happens to it, and they always let you, boom, right in, extra legroom. It's unbelievable. So you could have A5, and you're in line there at the airport, and you're still going to end up being like the 100th person on the plane because, okay, we're going to load our military board, which we all respect. Pregnant women, of course. Families, sure. 
young kids, older people, you have heartburn, you're gay, any of the above, everybody gets to board early. Did you yell at an old person boarding the plane before you? You have a history uh, I, of that. I didn't, but I, I'm, I'm open to a duel, you know, like hold up your card. Wait a minute. No, no, no. I'm B21. You're actually B22. Stand behind me. So but that was a big win. But back from the rank, the boys are ready. Let's just say that, right? There's not a lot left to say with all this downtime in between games. And a lot of the Blues players were hit with questions about Chara, and it sounds like he's going to play. And they've all said, well, there's really nothing we can do about it. If he's out there, great. If he's not, it's great. And Pat Maroon was getting peppered about it, and somebody said, well, what is it about hockey guys? And he said, it's just sort of in our blood. That's what we do. We don't really care. So that's going to be a theme. I'm sure NBC is going to play it up tonight. It is pretty impressive if a guy with a broken jaw is out there playing. Their coach, the Bruins coach, Bruce Cassidy, said game time decision. But Char did skate with the Bruins wearing that full shield. So it looks like the narrative on Thursday is that he'll play. Yesterday, I think we all thought he would not. And on the text line, we were kind of suggesting who might uh, get the first crack at Sedano Chara. And again, you're not you're not going to maliciously target his face, but you know what his injury is. And if he's out there, you got to treat him like any other player, and you got to hit him. That's what the Blues do. And uh, you know, we were suggesting maybe Sonny gets the hit. Sammy Blay got a lot of play on the uh, on the text line. But again, this this is a man's game. The Stanley Cup Final is on the line. If Chara is out there, he's open game. I know he's a huge dude, six foot nine, but you got to think. I mean, he's going to get rattled a few times. I think the good thing for him, he's six nine before the skates go on, so his jaw is about seven feet from the ice. So he, his jaw is probably safe from any kind of hit, but that whole body's got to hurt. I mean, it's very impressive. He's a respected veteran, tallest player in the history of the NHL, and their captain. So I think it was Bortuzzo who said when asked about it, but said, you know, listen, I get it. That could be an emotional lift for him. He said, just like any road game, you sort of have to weather the storm early when there's a lot of energy. Although in game one, if you remember, the Blues led 2 nothing. So the early start, maybe that's overrated. But I guarantee on the TV side tonight, and it is it is a notable story, but I think the Chara storyline is going to get a lot of play. Less or so for the Blues that Bortuzzo's back. But I think Edmondson's game has regressed during the playoffs and you noticed in that game four at home played like six minutes so if you have a guy that you really don't want to use then there's no sense putting him out there and Bortuzzo's had some moments in these playoffs where he's actually had a scoring touch so I think that move makes sense as opposed to Craig Berube just kind of playing his gut I think at this point it's something that is based on logic give us your kill coin keys a new segment Ooh, we're gonna get it sponsored yeah. kill coin keys. yes uh, or fast daddies you can mention them as well but uh, keys to tonight's game five. Uh, keys to tonight's game five. I think number one, and it's boring and it's obvious, but I would say no stupid penalties. There will be some penalties. At some point, it will happen. But no stupid penalties, the Perron-type penalties that we had seen too often. I think keys to the game, number one, is stay out of the box because then you can have that five-on-five five that everyone keeps talking about. And when the Blues and Bruins are five-on-five, five, Blues can sort of hold their own, but when you give that power play on the other side, I mean, it's it's more or less you think they're going to score when they get the power play, and it's been proven that way. So, number one, how many keys do you need, Chuck? I would say for keys, at least three. Yeah, usually three. Let's get to three. So we say stay out of the box. Three keys. Okay, that's number one. And I would say, even though I'm a hypocrite because it happened in game one, I think I'd like an early lead. I think you can quiet the crowd, and then that team over there maybe knowing that they're on home ice this game maybe means more because they got to 
go back out on the road after this. I think get an early lead. And then my third key, I'm going to make it sort of a, a pick to click. And it fits in with, I think the Blues' best players, as we know, have to be their best players. I think Braden Shen is going to do something tonight. Mm, That's my okay. sort of a pick to click because they've kind of bounced it around. Schwartz has been quiet, but Shen's had a you know a moment here or there. But I think he's due for something big. So that was two there. That was there was a third? Well, that, that was my okay. third. My yeah. third one was the top line has to be great. And as a side note to that key, I gave you a click with my key. All right, let me ask you this, and I don't even know if this is a, a good question. It probably isn't, but I'm kind of just curious <laughs> to your 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 gut on how you feel about the series. And I know it's look, we live in St. Louis. We're covering the Blues. We want the Blues to win. I know there's been no carryover from game to game, really throughout much of the playoffs for the Blues, but certainly in this Stanley Cup Final, I I think the Blues are going to win the series, and I I do think there could be. Maybe not a, it's a momentum carryover, but the fact that they've kind of worn down the Bruins. And I think if Chara's out there, he's not going to be 100%. If Grizzlick's out there, he's not going to be close to 100%. And I think that's going to matter. I'm kind of surprised that the Bruins are still prohibitive favorites in this series right now because I think at, at worst it's anybody's series. Yeah, at this point, Boston's more beat up. I don't know the full quote that Bruce Cassidy had on Wednesday where it was sort of a loot. I think Greg Wyshynski, the ESPN hockey guy, wrote a story about Cassidy saying more or less the blues are kind of reveling in the fact they're knocking out our guys. I'm like, I don't know what the quote was, but you can't say that, especially when you look at what happened to Char, that's just a fluke play. Nobody took him out with any maliciousness. So I do think they're more beat up right now. And we forget our own storylines because we're all, you can't go on the road and want to get, well, being on the road in the NHL, we've kind of decided it is really not that big a deal anymore. So, even if you had to play a game seven, nobody wants that. I don't think that would be the end of the world for this team, the way they've played. And I mean, I'd rather not come back. It'd be a big old mess, and it's still six days away. But I think even if you got to that point, if you split the next two, it's not unthinkable that this team, with the way they've won this year, the way they've always kind of done it the hard way, that that wouldn't be unheard of. So do I think they can win two of the next three? I do. That's kind of been the pattern since they turned their season around. And that's all you have left to do now is win two out of three games. And their record in games, as Hoff was talking about yesterday, it was a talking point with a lot of the Blues players today. They've been better later in series. In games five, six, and seven, they're six and one. Jay Bowmeister did sort of put an asterisk to it. He said, however, he said, I would point out the Bruins are by far the best team we've played. He said, so I'm not sure if that stat applies right now. It applies because I looked it up. It applies. Any stat (laughs) I look up applies. And I said, you cannot be a wet blanket to a stat that was unearthed by the wet blanket. Understood? (laughs) I like that. But I think think all Blues fans, you're afraid to get too confident either way. Anything can happen. But I don't think them winning two out of the next three is unheard of. Unrelated note, I hear lobster tail for the media tonight. Has there ever been a better meal for you anywhere at any event? Now, that's a great question. Wow, there you go, Jim. <laughs> Ring the bell for Jim. Right, thank you. <laughs> um, you know, historically, Arizona Cardinals, I always thought oh, those road trips, we'd go out, what, on Monday, Charlie, for a Sunday game that they would lose. For Fisher, yeah. But I feel like <laughs> they, had good, they would serve up good food. I don't remember these sort of things. Like, Frank Cusimano has a Rolodex of, like, food places he's eaten, and those are just stadiums where he's tracked it. <laughs> Lambeau he Field. The, he he mentioned, the, mentioned lobster in Game 5 probably a week and a half ago. Yeah. So he's been targeting that. Um, 
There was a little buzz about that. I will tell you, a food-related note, news and notes here, Uh-oh. Morning Skate Notebook, the coffee machine was not working. Ooh. And Jim Thomas, longtime beat writer, just kind of, he did typecasting in Hollywood, saying, I need a beat writer for a football team or a hockey team that kind of just gets in there with their notepad and digs in and bangs around the keyboard all day and consumes massive amounts of coffee. That would be Jim. And he's standing over, and a woman came down. She actually had like a radio. Uh, yeah, the coffee machine here in the media lobby, that worked. Jim, he says his game is a little undone right now because there's no coffee. So lobster later, coffee issue has to be resolved first. Wow. Let's monitor Jim's reports from Boston to see if they're really angry. Yes. Just very perturbed and irritated. (laughs) And I told him, I I said, this is the equivalent of Hayden Fry painting the locker room's pink at Iowa. (laughs) (laughs) I said, they're and Jim said, uh, uh, you know, Marty, I think uh, as, I, as I look now, the machine's working for the Boston media, just not us. <laughs> and, Martin, I'm not sure if they serve lobster, but Fast Eddie's has some fantastic food. That's what I'd like to be right about now. It's almost lunchtime here. I'm getting hungry. Doors open at 1 o'clock in Alton. You know how they do it, the half-pound Fat Eddie burger. Get it with cheese. It's still like 2 bucks, two twenty-five. It's unbelievable, the prices. They can't even remember the last time they raised prices. Homemade bratwurst, peel and eat shrimp, basket of fries. Just hang out all day. They've got live music every single day. Open seven days a week. If you haven't been, you're missing out. And if you haven't been in a while, get back. Fast Eddie's and Alden, a great place to hang out. Not just for a ball game, although we've got a Cardinal Day game. Is it raining there? Is it not raining? It is not no, at not the moment. Wow. Not at the moment. Breaking news. Well, head on up to Fast Eddie's and hang out. If it's raining, head indoors. If it's not, sit outside. They've got the beautiful patio area. Huge parking lot. They've got room for everyone at Fast Eddie's in Alton, Illinois. What's the vibe in the room as I go around the panel, even though I'm not sitting there? The vibe is uh, we've had a great uh, two hours and 20 minutes of radio. 40 minutes left. we got 40 got 10, minutes. But you have t- we have 10, per hour, 10 minutes per hour that can be bad, according to Chuck's metrics. So if you haven't done it yet, you could... The last 30 minutes could be your 30 combined. Well, and we didn't we, use the 10, yeah, yesterday, 10 yesterday, so we can mail it in the yeah, rest got, of the we show. Have, we have 20 minutes, <laughs> when you We have 20 minutes and nothing to talk about. Don't worry. Yeah. We got this Paul Pierce story, actually. We're really yeah, Paul Pierce had to take a poop. Let's get to that. Yep. No, we, let's get to that. That's a big story. That's, um, that's really just the, not not the way I describe it, Martin. That you're you're really dumbing down what is an amazing story by saying it that way. I'm sorry. Did I? I just wanted to oversimplify this <laughs> game, like this okay. hockey game. It's real simple, boys. Get out there and skate. Finish your check. Don't end up in the box. Let Benner be Benner, and let's bring this thing home Sunday and wrap it up at Enterprise, just like as they it. have done. The first three rounds have all finished on home ice. Why should this be any different? Boston, it's Whoa. time for you to be watching a victory party in St. Louis. What's love that. The, the Kill Coin Keys. Where did that come from? And his pick to click, Brayden Shen, Frank Cusimano. Someone said, doesn't need coffee. Martin on. doesn't need coffee. Listen to that. Martin. Appreciate the time. We'll give away our picks to click at the end of the show if you want well, to tune in. I'll be listening. I'll be monitoring. <laughs> All right. Sure you will. See you, buddy. I'll see you the show a little later. All right. See you guys. Martin Kilcoin live from the Boston Habit. How in the town of Dunkin' Donuts could you not have coffee That's crazy. in your media work? That sounds intentional. Yep. They did that on purpose. They're trying to get the media off their game before they get the Blues off their game. That's what they're trying in Boston. For our listeners, it's are you not currently sideways with the irs do you have years of unfiled tax returns keeping you up at night are you facing tax liens bank levies or wage garnishments if so you should contact former department of justice tax division attorney our guy milty mark milton at stltaxlawyer.com mark milton 
providing a local and holistic approach to tax resolution. Don't be sucked into the out-of-town tax resolution groups you hear on the television and radio. Mark lives and works right here in the Kirkwood area. If you have IRS problems, visit stltaxlawyer.com today. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. So, Matt Rocchio, you have this Paul Pierce audio, correct? Yes? I can load it up. All right. It was from the uh, the morning after, but this story, it actually is really interesting, even though it has a lot to do with bodily functions, and I feel like we've really focused a lot on that in the last couple of weeks with Gunnarsson in the urinal and all this, but... Seriously, Paul Pierce's legacy, part of it, has been questioned for the fact that he was taken off in a wheelchair. Rocky, this, was it 13 years ago? No, 11, 11, 11 years ago. 2008. Okay, Game 2000. one against the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Taken off on a wheelchair, and you think, oh my God, he's never coming back. Yeah, and I believe the right story back. was the worry was that he had a catastrophic knee injury and this was going to shatter this incredible season by the Boston Celtics where their the history was and their destiny was finally going to be released and Kevin Garnett was you know hitting headbutting stanchions and yelling umbutu and all this magic and well it's a little bit a little bit a little bit different oh Right before the kicker. No. Okay. No. What's going down? This is something I've always wondered. Yeah, broadcasters and athletes, because that's a window, and I get that you can have a meal that you know consistently doesn't cause issues but sometimes the body just betrays you sometimes there's a bacteria in that slice of turkey or in that chicken breast that you don't know is there and then that can cause some gastrointestinal distress a a couple hours later i've always wondered what do you do when that happens if you're on the call and for three and then the gurgle start down below and (laughs) you gotta go somewhere and commercial breaks are only happen so often and or only so long. And God forbid, if you're an athlete, what do you do? And I have an answer now, and I'm, I'm really happy that I have an answer. Honestly, I'm fake an injury. I do not know how how this has not been changed on Wikipedia yet. But the game one summary from that finals, uh, they talked about he was taken back off the court in a wheelchair despite his reaction, the, suggesting a highly debilitating injury. He returned to action minutes later to a raucous cheering from the crowd. It was later noted that Pierce just had to go use the bathroom. That's the only thing they put in there. They need to change that up. Give it a little bit more flavor. Um, I just love this because it's a guy, first of all, it's Paul Pierce, who always has been a little bit extra in in, in what he's been on the court. He, like The histrionics of uh, of his play on the court, has, he's always been a little bit extra. And just the fact that we now have a Boston and a Jayhawk athlete who we now know for a <laughs> fact uh, was pooping his pants on national television. Um, and not only was that happening, he then faked a debilitating knee injury again on national television and had to be wheelchaired out of the game and essentially... I mean, there were people in Boston who were comparing this to the um, Willis Reed. Willis, yeah, the Willis, Willis Reed. I, yeah. I almost said a uh, completely different Nick. My bad. With the Willis Reed moment, where he comes out on, on the busted leg and makes the bu- ba- bucket and everything, everyone goes crazy. There were people who were comparing this to Willis no. Reed, whose leg was actually messed up. But hold on, here's what I think is interesting about this, and it's the dumbest thing in the world. And Paul Pierce is an idiot, and I love every no, moment. No, but of hold this. on. 
First off, to go off on a tangent quick, Pierce is kind of getting crushed lately in the media, though. I mean, he's a good dude. He's a good broadcaster. But, is he? you know, saying he's better than Dwayne Wade, and then on that show they'll bring up the fact that Dwayne Wade is way better. That was hilarious. And just kind of checking him. But in a weird way, I actually think this helps his legacy. I'm being dead serious. I've never had more respect no, for Paul Pierce than I because do right look, now. Because, look, <laughs> Rocky, you bring up Willis Reed. I don't. He pooped himself on national and look, television. Some, it happens, man. But look, some Boston fans He's a did care. look at that as a Willis Reed type they moment. Did. Okay, some, but I think most of the country was like, dude, you totally blew this out of proportion. Yes. You were not nearly as hurt as you thought. I said you were Boston a drama fans. queen. Yeah, I said only Boston and, fans. And you're that. you're rolled out on a wheelchair With just thinking this, you're this never going to play again. your face like you got shot twice. Right. You come back and play really well, and you end up winning the NBA Finals. And so I think his legacy has always been kind of a drama queen that, oh, pretending he's injured he when he's not. He did stabbing, though. He did. He did. That's, that, that, that it was Paul but Pierce. But he well. should have admitted this the day it happened. This is so relatable. Who hasn't? Among this room, our listeners, at one point in their lives, been driving home, they're 10 minutes away, and something they ate, the eight ain't settling right, and yeah. you break every speed limit. But again, you, the, here's the difference. You roll through every stop sign. There's here's no the other difference. cars there. He, you try to rush home. He buried himself. When they clarified, why did you need the wheelchair? That's when it went from the fact that he had to get rushed off to go to the bathroom, which has happened many times, and I will never make fun of a player for, to him pooping on national television. Let's do it again. Jalen Rose and Chauncey Billups asked the two most important follow-up questions in sports <laughs> history. Exactly. It's, <laughs> number it's, one or it's number two. It's not just how he had <laughs> Why did you need the wheelchair? It's that he needed the wheel- Again, and to, to Chuck's point, a little bit of respect for you know having to have somebody who's, job, who's getting paid to wheel you down to go to the bathroom. That's... That's high level stuff right there. I get that. I mean, Marshall Lareth has admitted to just peeing on the football field. Just he's he's already dirty and sweaty and gross. He'll just he'll just pee in the huddle or just on the field. He's not going to step off, and everyone thinks it's gross, but also like it, yeah, it makes sense. This again, dude faked an injury. And, and and again, this is game one of the finals. People in Boston are freaking out that their, their miracle run is done in game one. It's the it's the dreaded Lakers. And all it is is actually the dreaded run. Now I want to get that's fantastic. Who this was is amazing. This who is my was the team physician? Let's. I need to talk to the team physician of the Boston Celtics in 2008 because going through his head is, or even Doc Rivers, like, oh my God, Paul Pierce is down. We've seen this from players before. It's never a good sign. Yeah. Even if he tweaked it, he'll be limited to some capacity. And this is a series we've gone all in for. We win this year because we're not sure where we're going to be two, three years from now. You go into the locker room, Paul. What's wrong? I got a poo. I want to know what what, yeah, this is, what went through your head. Kevin 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 Garnett was right, and anything anything really is possible. Oh man, I don't blame him. I, I've we've all been there. You've, you just got to rush home. You got to find the bathroom. Hold on, guys. Again, if yes. I and if I was a you know if I was a Bulls fan who went to DePaul, this would mean very little to me. But I'm a St. Louis fan who went to Mizzou, who hates everything <laughs> Boston and Jayhawk, and now I now ha- now I have concrete proof. That he uh, proved himself on national television and then lied about it, covering up using a debilitating knee injury. Everything about this is amazing for me. This is perfect. I can forever clown Paul Pierce about this. This is going to be the storyline of this NBA Finals. 
Also, I don't know why he chose the finals that he's be, literally yeah. already getting dragged by all of Twitter to then come out and be like, "Well, yeah, no, this is why Marty because he wants to change. He wants to change the narrative. Whereas for a while it was because he famously said after Game One, Boston, Milwaukee series is over, yep. Celtics to the conference finals. Milwaukee went on to frankly dominate the next four games and then would lose to Toronto. I still don't think that was dumber than his Dwayne Wade It comments. was mentioned him kind of being an, a sap on TV about Dwayne Wade and trying to say that he's better than him, even though every statistical Did analysis he... shows that he isn't. So now it's, well, Paul's kind of like us now all of a Chuck, sudden. Did you, not, did you not enjoy him getting like openly eviscerated live on television as he made that statement? Because that was beautiful. Those guys, Beadle, Jalen Rose, Chauncey, and Paul, they kind of have it inside the NBA type vibe where yes. they love to rib each other, which I appreciate, and I love TV like that. And Paul certainly seems to take the brunt of it, but a lot of the times it's because of his comments. Like, they're so off that those guys have to check him. But again, weirdly, I actually think this helps his legacy because it's embarrassing. I mean, they were wearing white jerseys. You can see the picture. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, so let can. me just tell you, we all know that something didn't look pretty. And come on, dude. You're a prideful guy. You're an NBA superstar. If you're walking off, million cameras, a million people watching, everybody can see what's going on behind you there. I mean, he made a split-second decision and then probably felt he had to lie about it, and then it became this, this Unfortunately, he probably thing. made a couple split-second decisions. Mike Breen was away. probably on the call for that game. He probably was thinking, oh, my God, this is this is huge. And I'm sure his call was something like, Coming back from a knee injury, now he's like, yep. a dupe? In, in Did he go to the bathroom? In fairness to Chuck, Jalen Rose probably shouldn't be the one who makes fun of him that much because if you even say the number 81 in a 10-foot vicinity of Jalen Rose, he will block you on Twitter and call his lawyers. So you can't I – mean, like, so Jalen Jalen's pretty soft about his biggest embarrassment on national television, so – For people that don't know. He probably he – was, he was the guy guarding Kobe the majority of Kobe's 81-point game against the Raptors. And so if you even – if you even – intimate a slight joke about that around Jalen Rose, he freaks out, shuts down, and and does not like it at all. So he probably shouldn't be the guy completely just taking up other people on national television. Want to tell everybody about Appliance Discounters. They've opened a new location in Maplewood featuring the art of appliances by Appliance Discounters. Grand opening celebration. It will be announced very soon. Tune in for that. You just got to see this this new showroom full of creative, colorful appliances, lowest prices, best service, best selection. I went to uh, Appliance Discounters, got the fridge for the uh, garage back there. It's fantastic. They got great deals on the scratch and dent. If you have a refrigerator for your garage and you just have a little dent, put it up to the side of the garage. You get a great deal on it and save a ton of money. Appliance Discounters also services what they sell. Come by today for huge savings on the full line of Bosch appliances with free install specials on select models and appliance discounters. They want to end every read right now, of course, with Let's Go Blues. We'll continue the Blues conversation on the other side of the break. What else have we uh, not gotten to? we we got to touch on Kimbrel a little bit, Brian Hoffman. Anything else? I'm trying to do my bookkeeping here. Gosh, I'm trying to think of that, too. Uh, it does. Uh, we need a game to be played. That's kind of what we need in this hey, market. Are you saying we don't have I anything right note. I don't know if you guys knew this. This is has nothing to do with really anything, but... The game tonight. We, we just talked about 20 Ta minutes about Ta an athlete throwing himself, so you can Ta bring up whatever you want. Todd Angeli is the uh, the anthem singer in Boston, and I did not know this till this morning. He's actually a bartender at the TD Garden. Oh. That's awesome. He Charles Glenn is better. shows up, he bartends, he gets dressed in his suit, goes down, does the anthem, and then turn around, goes back up, and 
continues to serve the oh, patrons at the TV Garden. About Paul Pierce, I want to see if he's ever gone through something like that. He just walked in here. I got I got homework to do this break. Speaking of Paul Pierce, though, splashback texting him with a nice little pun, because we always talk about with hockey, upper body, lower body injuries. Mm-hmm. He says it was a high knee ha. injury, like a high ha. knee, but a high knee. Ha. Also, I'm I'm sorry, but I, I never got a joke in there about how his nickname was the Truth, and he lied for 11 years. That was sitting, it was sitting right there, and I I could have fit it in one way, but I didn't. But you know what? He got it off his shoulders, and he's probably freer now. He feels like he doesn't have to live. <laughs> A lot. Can you, can you, can you say he feels a few pounds lighter? There we go. On yes, that note, we'll take a break. We'll be right back with more of the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com.